Hey, Pastor John Aiken here. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Faith Center podcast. We hope today's teaching will awaken and equip you to live out your God-given purpose. Enjoy. And this that goes into kind of what I want to talk to you about today. I do this thing, y'all know, um, called Life Journals. Uh, you don't have to even have a specific life journal. I mean, it's a, it's a book that walks through, a, for those who don't know, um, walks through a reading plan. And um, and I, many of my tenant tens, you know, talk about things that, that God speaks to me as I go through my reading plan. And I'm, I'm sitting at my table and I'm reading through a reading plan. And then God makes something jump off the page to me because, you know, I get into the verse. This helps me to get into the verse and getting into the verse helps me to hear his voice. And he just stuff jumps off the page. And it's like Jesus is reading the Bible to me. It's like the Holy Spirit is speaking to me. And that's the important thing about being at a table. And so um, uh, we've done we've done life groups here at church where what we did is we just shared what God was sharing with us. And then we talked about it, unpacked it, had, talked about how do we obey it, talked about what was right with it, what was wrong with it, help people learn to hear the voice of God, learn people... Help people to learn how to hear, understand, and obey the Word of God. That's a Shema heart. That's a listening heart. That's what we're about. That's what we we want to be about. So I want to share just something, uh, and it comes in Jeremiah uh, chapter 31. So look, open your Bible to Jeremiah 31. I'm going to put 10 minutes on the clock, and we are going to get started. So Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you that you um, speak to us uh, by um, your Holy Spirit and through your word that you speak to your servants because we are listening and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. So Jeremiah 31, uh, this whole chapter is good. It's amazing, incredible stuff. Uh, um, and he says, at, that, at the same time, this is verse one, at the same time, says the Lord, I will be the God of all my families, of all the families of Israel, and they shall be my people. Man, that's just a wonderful promise. Talking about relationship, relationship with the Lord. I love it. Um, and thus saith the Lord, the people who survived the sword found grace in the wilderness. Israel, when I went to give him rest, the Lord has appeared of old to me saying, yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. See, what, he, what he's talking about there is he's, Israel went through lots of different things. They had to be delivered from the sword. They went into, there was consequences because of their sin. And a good and faithful God allows consequences to come. He tried to warn them. He tried to help them. He tried to protect them and, and, and to shield them as long as he could. But the Bible says you reap what you so, and so they reaped a lot of sin, a lot of idolatry, a lot of selfishness. And so they reaped the consequences of that. And God say, saying, even in that, even in your consequences, even in the times I'm trying to correct you and, um, and God, and remember this guys, God will always correct you with one or two things. He, if plan A for God to correct you is a conversation. But if you're not listening, he'll use consequences because he loves you and he's trying to correct you. And so the mature people will, will repent and, and, and readjust uh, and correct themselves just with a conversation uh, and hearing the voice of God. But immature people, it takes you know, consequences to get their attention. 
And so he's saying, I've loved you. Don't, don't misunderstand it. Your difficult times, your stuff you've been through, the stuff you have reaped because of what you have sowed, that doesn't mean I don't love you. I love you. I'm trying to give you new seed. I'm trying to give you new seed to sow new things so you can reap new things out of my love, but you keep choosing other stuff. That's kind of what was happening with Israel and, and happening with, with um, the, you know, the, the tribes of Israel and even Judah. It was happening with them. They kept choosing their own way. But God's saying, listen, I've loved you. And then look what he says down in, uh, he said, I've loved you with everlasting love. Therefore, uh, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. See, we got to recognize when the Lord's drawing us. We got to respond to it. We got to like, he, he's, he's romantic like that. He'll speak to us and he'll, he'll do those things. And we've got we've to learn how to like, you know, um, uh, follow him and press into him. We, you know, I think somebody said it on Sunday, you know, I, I, uh, Michael Reagan, I think said it on Sunday when he was sharing, you know, that word uh, at the end of service where, you know, I draw near to the Lord and he draw near, he, he draws near to me. And so that's that, that process of drawing near to him. And it says, verse four, again, oh, I love that. I've got it circled in my Bible again. Because I don't know if y'all ever needed an again, but I've needed some agains. Again, I will build you and you shall be rebuilt. This is, this is talking about the Lord. This is like, this is prophetically looking into the New Testament. Jesus says, I will build my church upon this rock. I will build my church. And the rock is the rock of revelation, revelation of who Jesus is. Peter had said, Jesus asked, who do men say that I am? And and Peter, by the revelation of the Holy Spirit, Peter said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. So what, and, and, and then Jesus says to Peter, this is all in Matthew 16. I know I'm kind of chasing a little rabbit here, but in Matthew 16, he says, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And and Jesus says, and you are, you are Peter, um, and upon this rock, I will build my church. And so the rock is not Peter. The rock is the revelation that came forth through Peter about the, the rock, Christ. And, and so he says, I'll against it. And what he's saying is, I'm going to build my church. And church is not sheetrock. Church is not the building. Church is the people that Jesus is building. And he's building them upon the revelation of who Christ is and who Christ is in me. So when the Lord is building and he's building you and growing you and strengthening you, he builds it on revelation from his word. That's why it's so important to hear, understand, and obey the word of God. You don't obey your feelings. You don't obey just what everybody else says. You've got to, you've got to come to Christ, Jesus Christ, through the word and and let the Holy Spirit show you Christ because it's all about him. So spiritual maturity is us, us in every area of our life looking more like Jesus because he's made us uh, one with Christ in our spirit. And so we need to let him live his life through us. And that's him building us. What's building you? What's building you in your life right now? What's building, what's building your, what's, what's building you? What's motivating you? What's growing you? What's, what do you turn to? What do you run to? And what he's saying here is you've been reaping and sowing stuff out of selfishness and sin. And what he's telling him is again, I like, I'm going to, I'm going to do it again. I'm merciful. I love you. And because I love you, I'll do it again. I'll build you again. You fumbled again, but I'm going to build you again. And I'm going to rebuild you and you shall be built. And when the Lord builds you, he builds you based on the word. 
He builds you based on his spirit, and he builds you at the speed of your obedience to the word. So the longer it takes you to obey God and obey his word is the longer it will take for him to build you. He didn't ask for you to build you. He didn't even ask for me as a pastor to build you. He will build you. But you have to be willing to yield your life to him according to his word, knowing that everything he does is motivated by love. Everything he does is motivated by love. And he wants to build your life. He wants to build your family. Matter of fact, look at this promise. The whole chapter is incredible. But look at this promise connected to it. Go, go skip all the way down. One, two, skip a few. Skip down to verse 12, kind of towards the end of verse 12, just for sake of time, because my, my clock is running. Um, it says, their souls shall be like a well-watered garden. <laughs> That's talking about, you know, he says, I'm a father to Israel. And he, he's talking about this relationship and, and loving them and being with them. And he comes and he says, their souls, when I build them and they listen to me and they sow my word and they reap the fruit of my word, what he's saying is their souls will be like a well-watered garden. No more dryness, no more, no more famine, no more, uh, you know, no more desert places that, that our lives in the Lord's hand and in relationship with the Lord can be like a well-watered garden. Talks about abundance and stuff. And then look what he says in verse 16. This is so cool. This is so cool. Look at verse 16. Thus says the Lord, refrain your voice from weeping and your eyes from tears for your work shall be rewarded, says the Lord. And that's talking about your work in the Lord, your work in the Lord, your agreement with God, your obedience is what he's talking about. And you shall come back from the land of the enemy. There is hope in your future says the Lord, that your children shall come back to their own border. Man, and there's, there's a lot more I could get into, but I've been praying that scripture over you. I've been praying that scripture over this family, that the Lord would rebuild you. All week long, I've been praying this, that the Lord would rebuild you. Again, that you would be ready to be rebuilt and that the scripture, your children are going to come back. Your children are come back to the borders that God has predestined for them, that he is, he's planned for them, that he's called them to walk in, that your children are going to come back. So what he's saying is stop weeping over their sin. Stop weeping, you know, over it. Begin to rejoice. Begin to focus on the hope. Don't... He, he, that, that scripture, verse 16 and 17, is so powerful about your children to just believe the Lord and trust what he's doing over your family and your household. Let him rebuild you and let him begin to rebuild your children and focus on the hope. Don't let the, don't let the stuff of what they're doing, the dumb stuff they're doing or the frustrating stuff they're doing or the, the disobedient stuff they're doing. Don't let all that stuff frustrate you. Don't focus on that stuff. You might have to deal with it. You might have to draw boundaries and set some consequences. Uh, you know, because again, good parenting, when the children don't listen to your voice, they'll listen to consequences. So you got to give them godly right consequences. Let the weight of what they have sown, meaning whatever they sow, let them bear the reaping of that. Because the weight of the harvest in a negative way might cause them to want to change their seed and let God rebuild them again. But as parents, we don't need to be like, oh, it's never going to happen. Oh, my gosh, I'd be so frustrated. Um, we need to bring all that to the Lord, cast our care in the Lord, and we need to trust God 
to say, you know what? I'm believing there's a comeback. I'm believing our, that God is going to do something special. And my, my kids are coming back. They're going to walk with the Lord. I've been praying that over, over the church family, our family, everybody. Been praying that over everybody um, and believing our kids are going to come back because there's hope in the Lord. He is a builder. He's a master builder. And he says, I will build my church, which includes you if you're a believer in Jesus Christ. So I want to pray this over you. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for your promise that even though um, you um, allow the consequences to help shape us and help grow us, you truly work it out for good for those who love you and who are called according to your purpose, those who, who yield to you, those who turn to you and trust in you and let you, through your word and by your spirit, rebuild us again. You rebuild us, God, and you strengthen us, God. And what you build, hell will not prevail against it. It won't do it. And we thank you that you're not just building us. You're building our families. You're building our cities. You're building our nations. You're building the kingdom of God where the king reigns in our life and our children, God. We put hope in you for what you will do with our children. And we just call them back, Lord, a comeback into all that you have prepared for them and all that you have called them to do. All the gifting that you've given them, all the assignment that is the destiny that's waiting for them, God, that they will walk in it, Father. So we thank you. We thank you for your loving kindness and how you will build us according to your word in Jesus' mighty name. Come ready to praise. Come ready to get in the word Sunday morning. Um, the body is just, I, I just believe God's going to do something special. So hope to see you Sunday. Love you. Thanks again for listening to the Faith Center podcast. To connect with us, go to faithcenter.tv and fill out our connection card. We pray blessings over you and your family. We'll see you next time.